Wait, did you just refer to Italian as spaghetti? Yeah, yeah. The spaghetti language? <laughs> spaghetti. Don't touch my spaghetti. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Shenantics, where two dapper young gentlemen tell you everything about life and the, the internet, pretty much. It's the, pretty much two topics that we cover. Life, internet, and um, uh, sometimes love. love. Like when we stare deeply into each other's eyes. Uh, with your two co-hosts, M. Cole, myself, and my best friend in the whole wide world, Mr. Skanky. How you doing today, Skanky? Good evening. Dracula? Is that is that like we're now we're now I don't know doing, where that was. We're doing we're doing accents. I love an accent. No, we're not podcast. doing accents. I just you wanted know. to switch it up. You know, every time we start the podcast, it's switch it up a little bit. You know, exactly, exactly. Good evening. Good evening. I can you know? do. That sounds like Transylvania. Miss Spaghetti. spaghetti. They're all the same. <laughs> That was my Wait, Italian. Transylvania and spaghetti are the same? No, no, that was my Italian and my Romanian. I went Romanian to Wait, Italian. Wait, did you just refer to Italian as spaghetti? Yeah, yeah. The spaghetti language? <laughs> spaghetti. Don't touch my spaghetti. <laughs> That's how it works, right? Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> we really no. need to play Doki Doki again, by the way. Oh, my uh, God. But I'm my... Yeah, can you know, I do a, can I do a Southern Bell still? Like, oh, I was kinky. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most random accent ever. <laughs> I don't think I could do act. Like, I literally just could. Like, I could change my voice, like, like, like physically, but I can't mentally make it change into something. Right? Like, it's just like I could make my vocal cords do a different sound, but I can't like refine it in. So it's like it's like it's like if you just. A bowl in a china shop. That's what my accents are. I mean, my favorite thing was the. <laughs> that was the best. That was great. I might go back and watch that stream. That was that was pretty awesome. That was like that that okay yeah we do need to finish that we really we do, do. we should probably we do. do that soon we we have a very long list of things we need to play we need to play that one we need to play that prison one that you told me about we need to play oh Raft. yeah raft. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. got a lot. We got a lot. We yeah. gotta. We gotta get work on this. It'll be fine. I. I. I, I think we got it. But 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 but. Why are you screaming oh my about gosh. butts? Because this is now an NC seventeen podcast. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a very big jump in uh, rating. Oh, is it though? Where did we start? Because I really don't think we started anywhere below R. <laughs> like I, I mean, I think it's a PG thirteen. You think so? Are we family friendly? Do is PG thirteen family friendly though? I I didn't know that. I really do not know the difference between PG and PG thirteen. Like I know PG? there's like a, I know there's like a standard difference, but like you could show me two movies and I would never be able to guess if it's a PG thirteen or a PG movie. Well, I think the ratings have changed a lot. Yeah, because like if you look at rated R movies from like the eighties and compare them to like PG thirteen movies today. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like they're pretty much the same. Really, I could think I agree with you on that one. Like Terminator, yeah, is a rated R film. Is it? Is it? No yeah. way! Bullshit! I think, I think Terminator Two is rated R. Terminator, or Terminator Two. I think. Well, they're both pretty much the same thing. All right. I, I think almost. I mean, there's the equal level of violence. 
Yeah, see, that's in what, Terminator uh, One and Terminator Two. Terminator One. Um, why doesn't it tell me? Well, Wikipedia should have it in the top part. You know why? Because ratings don't matter. It, they really don't. They don't matter anymore. They really don't. I don't think I've ever. The only time I've cared about a rating mm-hmm. in recent memory is when I found out that Logan was rated R. Okay. And that other superhero movie that I can't think of off the top of my head was rated R. Because that was like kind of cool in a way. Because I think that was like the first superhero movie that was really rated like that. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I, I cannot, I literally cannot find anything that will tell me what Terminator is rated. The Terminator Parents Guide. What is Terminator 2 rated? R. <laughs> I just like literally Googled it. <laughs> Shut up. All right, United States. It's rated R certification 27335. All right. God damn it. Okay, also, I love the explanation. I think that's my favorite part. I love the explanation of why it was rated that. Sex and nudity. Sex and nudity. Sex and nudity. Sex and nudity. Sex and nudity is moderate. Two instances of non sexual male nudity parentheses buttocks are seen mm-hmm. um from a distance you see a naked man walking towards the camera frontal nudity can be seen but it's not obvious due to him being in the shadows yes um, but yeah then violence and gore is severe profanity is moderate alcohol drugs and smoking is mild nothing really to worry about here yeah <laughs> all good it says all good um but yeah interesting all right all right this is actually interesting. You can go to the parental guide. There's a parent's guide for each movie, I guess, on IMDb. Yeah, that's where I am in right that's now. That's where you are right now? Okay, yeah, that's kind of interesting. I never knew about that. It is kind of interesting. And so that was kind of like what you're saying. It doesn't matter. I think it only matters to two groups. It matters to parents, I think, and then matters to children that have their viewing restricted by parents. Um are, well, are yeah. really it. I mean, the, so. the rating system in, in itself is really, you know, in response to the the age-old question of what about the children kind of thing, you know? Yeah, what was her name? What was what was Tipper? Tipper, Tipper Gore. Tipper Gore. Isn't she the uh, parental guidance, parental advisory on CDs? Wasn't that her? Wasn't that Tipper? I'm pretty sure that is. Wait, the person who like did the thing at the beginning? No, no, on the like, on the labels. Yeah, parental advisory label. stickers, the black and white parental advisory stickers. Yeah, yeah. On on it is because of Tipper Gore, the, oh, I, the vice president's I, wife. Really? Yeah. In 1985, Tipper Gore co-founded the Parents Music Resource Center with Susan Baker um because Gore heard her then 11-year-old daughter playing Darling Nikki by Prince. The group's uh, goal was to increase parental and consumer awareness of music that contained explicit <laughs> content through voluntary labeling albums with parental advisory stickers. You gotta watch out for that, Prince. Yeah, I was just about to say, I was like... <laughs> Changing the minds. <laughs> so some of the stuff that I listened to, like, in, I, 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 I feel like... I feel like albums were cooler with the parental advisory sticker on it. I think like, that's what maybe little it backfired a little bit. I think so. I think so. I think it made it more enticing to listen to albums when they were labeled as 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 naughty albums. It was almost a, like a badge of honor. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Now my so. question to you. 
Yes. Have you ever played a rated A game? A rated A game? No. Yeah. Like what? I don't know. They have games that are rated A for adult. Oh, like Leisure Suit Larry? I don't know. I've never heard, I've never played any. You've never heard of Leisure Suit Larry? No. It was on um they remade it which also like doesn't quite work because like in today's day like this game doesn't make sense. Um okay. it, it doesn't because of the stuff that we play and that we see like it, it it's the game is laughable. Um but like when it first came out like it was like super I don't know risque kind of. Um it was 1987 was hold on all right, I'm um, seeing it now. <laughs> the series had its origins in Sierra's earlier soft porn adventure. Whoa. A 1981 text adventure created blah, 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 blah. But there was a graphical one on one of them where it was like, oh, what was it? Oh, they Jesus. had a Kickstarter remake? Interesting. Yeah, and that's what the thing is. like The remake, it's like, after, especially after Grand Theft Auto, like everything just doesn't seem, it's not, it's not the same. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was it was uh, it was it was uh, where you played a guy that I pretty much believe just went around looking for sex. Um, oh, is what the game was, and like if you think about it, like especially bef- especially before um, internet distribution of games, that's kind of a big thing because making and distributing a game before the internet was no small. I feat. mean, yeah, like, it's, it's it's expensive. T- yeah, it took a lot of. A lot of a lot of money, but um, but uh, yeah. In, in general, the games follow the escapades of Larry Laffer as he attempts to convince a variety of nubile women to sleep with him. A common link between the games are Larry's exploit uh, explorations of luxurious and cosmopolitan hotels, ships, beaches, resorts, and casinos. The character of Larry Laffer was voiced by Jan Rab- Rabson. So, um. Anyways, but so it just, it seems like, so especially like back in the late 80s through the 90s, um, that is a very, like, that's like kind of like, wow, it's shocking that that game existed, right? Mm-hmm. But in 2018 to like re-release, you know, the game through something else, like, it's like, okay, I mean, we have we have much worse games like available through many different ways to get it right like it's uh-huh. not that's not something crazy to have some womanizing man that wants to sleep with all the women right like it just seems like okay whatever like move on um but i don't know so. i'm wondering how many games like are actually getting like adults only listed because it must not be that many yeah you know because like i remember there was the controversy when gta 5 came out mm-hmm and they were they initially had gotten a uh oh an a an a rating and mm-hmm. they had to like remove some things in the game to get it to m mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think from back in the day so i guess maybe maybe I, I don't know what happens when you get an a rating if you're maybe not allowed to be sold in specific stores or something or i don't know i, don't I know. wonder i could see that but i could also see common distribution channels like steam not wanting to distribute a rating games mm-hmm. um so i could even see like like maybe based on that rating that like they don't want the press or they don't want to be known for like distributing those types of games which gta was it with the hot coffee thing was that three or is that four or five hot coffee thing or was that san andreas wait what happens with the hot coffee thing 
Oh, man. Um, it was, I'm trying to remember. All right. GTA Hot Coffee Mod. Um, okay. It's San Andreas. Um, Hot Coffee is a normally inaccessible mini game in the 2004 video game Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Um, the mini game portrays crudely animated sexual intercourse between the main character, CJ Johnson, and his chosen in game girlfriend. Uh, the name of the mod is derived from the girlfriend's offer for the main character character to come into her home for coffee, a euphemism for sex. Um, and so it was on, it was, yeah, it was on GTA three, uh, San Andreas. I believe San Andreas was still like off the GTA three spinoff, but, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a mod for that game where it showed pretty, it showed sex in game. Um, which is, it was a huge kind of controversy type thing when that was, uh, when that when that first came out so and i believe it was then patched um so it was uh to kind of pull that back out of the game but it's anyway, a weird that... episode so far this is a very <laughs> weird episode this is so very 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 weird so uh, but it's a uh, san andreas i believe came out to come out on the ps2 or was that ps3 yeah playstation 2 PlayStation so, and 2, yeah. and xbox like original xbox so it's just kind of interesting that there's this there was this mod for back in the day of playstation 2 and xbox which feels like ancient ancient yeah it was back in 2004 so or 2005 2004, yeah, 2004 was san andreas yeah so um anyways but yeah i don't know just the, the so i feel like i feel like and i don't think it was realistically if you look at like the, the history of video games i don't think it was just grand theft auto that pushed us all the way to one side or pushed us over a kind of boundary where or extended yeah. the boundaries i think it's a lot of things that also feed into it it's not just that i think a lot of it's also just the internet in general um, sure sure but but gta does take a lot of the criticism and take a lot of the slack for for that well i think I they kind of push the envelope don't you think like yeah i do i do they, they're always trying to kind of go out there and, and try new things and see how far mm-hmm. they can get, I guess, really, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I don't know if that's still really their prerogative, but, I mean, we don't, yeah, know, don't know, because they're yeah, never going to make a GTA 6, so. They aren't? I mean, come on. They're making so much money off GTA 5? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we'll get <laughs> GTA 6. I, I feel like. You think will. one day we'll get it? I don't know. I think one day we'll get it. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I'm just, I'm, I'm just hoping that we get a eventually get a PC port of Red Dead Red Dead Redemption Two. Oh, I'm you know what I I'm confident. I think you we are? would. I think we will. Yeah. I think it'll take some time. Yeah, but kind of like with GTA Five. I mean, it took them. Yeah. Like, didn't it come out like a year after though? Yeah, I mean, and even San Andreas came out a year after on PC. So I think I think that's just the general way they've been moving. Rockstar has. So I yeah. feel like. Like I, we can't necessarily compare. I don't remember what year um, Red Dead Redemption came out, but I feel like it's long enough ago that we can't necessarily compare that to what happens now. I feel like a lot of times now, uh, Rockstar wants to port their games to PC because then they can kind of get bigger exposure base. So even if they don't do it simultaneously, I feel like they want to do it eventually. Yeah. Well, Red Dead, the first one came out in 2010. Oh, really? Yeah, but to also think in 2010. I mean, mm-hmm. it only came out on Xbox 360 and PS3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so I think it's a different time now. Yeah, for especially for PC, you know, I think PC definitely has uh, a little bit extra skin in the game. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And we're seeing a lot more of just other games getting. I mean, heck, Destiny Two came out on PC also, and not just on console. So yeah, that was that was huge too. It was especially because it was on the um, Battle.net platform. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. That's true. So, um, speaking of Battle.net, Mister Skanky, um, <laughs> yeah. We have to do a little bit of follow up from last week because last okay. week we we were take we were talking about this new game. Did we talk about it on the podcast? Or we talk about it after the podcast. I, don't I honestly remember. don't know. I don't either. It all blurs together. But let's just assume we talked about it on the podcast. Um, last week you were telling me that you were playing. Yeah, we did talk about it on the podcast. You were telling me that you were playing this brand new, hot off the presses beta of Black Ops Four. Um, oh yeah, on PC and yeah. um and you were telling me I should probably play it. And on on the podcast, I downloaded, I started downloading the beta onto my computer because I was like, maybe I'll play it, maybe I won't. Uh-huh. Um, and then you sent me a picture. Yeah, we did this on stream, remember? Yeah, yeah we, we did, yeah, we did stream, this all on podcast. We, we did this all on the podcast. Um, it's, it's the same thing. I say stream, <laughs> podcast, it all, it all just is the it's, same. It's all. We did this on our internet distribution of content. Yes. Um, and... I really was not planning on playing that game, but because of a mishap later that night, I ended up playing some. Accidentally. Uh, some, I accidentally started playing some Black Ops 4. Uh, mostly because I started up the wrong game and I was way too lazy to start <laughs> Overwatch. <laughs> Which is honestly my favorite excuse ever. <laughs> It's like, so you were like, oh, no, I accidentally clicked on Black Ops 4. I don't want to <laughs> leave now. Fine, skinky join. Like, that was literally my favorite thing that's ever happened. Yeah. I said it exactly that voice, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but anyways, I played, I played Black Ops 4. I haven't really... I played... Um, what do we, Which one did we figure out that I, I, we think I played? Um, what Call of Duty is the one where you kind of had jetpacks for, like, one of the first um, time? In, Infinite Warfare or I think Infinite Warfare. Warfare. I think it was Advanced Warfare, actually. Advanced Warfare, I think, probably. That was, like, the first real huge iteration of jetpacks. I think so. Was that on PlayStation 4? Yes. Yes. I, all right. So I think I played Advanced Warfare. I'm um, so sorry for that. I've only played a little bit of it, but um, I never really got into it. Um, but So I played, I played Call of Duty for the first time, really, with you, and I'm going to say I really like it. Okay. I, you, you need to make sure with everybody... Yes. That you're not just saying this because you're talking to me and you're trying to make me feel good inside. Oh, no, I no. need I need true honesty here. So I was thinking about this long and hard earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Thursday night. I was playing Overwatch with Death Cake and well, I had a blast. Obviously, um, Death Cake's amazing and Overwatch is amazing. Um, but I was talking to Tiny the next day and I was saying I was like. Like, I never really played first-person shooters, like, when I played video games, right? I, I played everything else. Never played first-person shooters. And my first real one that I played, I would say, is, like, um, I would really say Overwatch is, like, the first, first-person shooter where it's, like, PvP-type combat. Uh-huh. Um, and so, and I always just thought that was an anomaly. It was all just because of, you know, Overwatch. It's got things about it that make it less first-person shootery than other games. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I don't really like first-person shooters. I just like Overwatch. And then I played Call of Duty with you, and I think I like first-person shooters. Um, yeah, really? It was, I had a lot of fun. I'm not good at it by by any means. I'm really pretty bad, mostly because I have terrible aim. Um, and But I still think I did have fun with it, and I did have a good time. And I think one of the things that's appealing to me that is appealing to other people that like first-person shooters is that 
like you kind of just hop in and can go play and it's got you get like this adrenaline fueled rush of like running through it and trying to do things especially when you get like on a kill streak and all that kind of stuff um but uh i think the the thing that really i find appealing is that it's like a different game every time i play like when i look at overwatch wow how is it i can have hundreds of hours in overwatch and still not be bored of the game and look forward to playing it because every time you get into an over match of overwatch yeah you're playing on the same map but every match feels different right because you have different hero combinations you're playing well with certain with aim and stuff like that it just it feels different you feel the same thing with call of duty when i drop in to a map and i start playing like yeah it's the same map i'm running through the same type of areas but then like my mind's trying to think of like oh we did this and this didn't work last time let's try doing this and it's doing these like minor changes and it so it keeps the game engaging and then i like the um obviously i didn't get to play much with it but i did start to get more of it where like you start to level up your weapons where you start to get different scopes and stuff on it like that uh-huh. like i find that appealing too it's so, like there is a little bit of a progression system in it um and so i and also not knowing anything about it i did like creating new custom sets where i can like because i was playing that night later um it was either that night or the next night i was playing later at without you and i was trying out different weapons and different you know abilities and all that kind of stuff and that was that was fun it was cool to kind of explore out through that different stuff so yeah um so i i have to say i am i'm i'm a fan it was it was very 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 that's fun. cool and you're keeping your pre-order is the rumor. yes maybe we'll see We'll maybe see. we'll see maybe we'll see I don't, know. I don't know um really actually probably not because the only thing you really get for pre-ordering is you get one day early access to the beta which yeah. is kind of gone already so yeah well it, until september yeah well so then i can get one day ex- extra early access there but i who knows if i'll have time to play it then so i probably won't True. pre-order it um i so because i that isn't enough of an incentive for me to take buy it early um i'll probably wait until actual release and then um see if it if, i'll buy it when i do want to hop in and play because i'd rather not honestly that's understandable yeah because i don't want to spend the money if all of a sudden when it releases something else is going on and i never get around to playing it or sure, sure. when i do feel like playing it no one else is playing it and i want to play with friends and i'm like yeah well now i'll just move on to something like i don't want that to happen it's like oh now i've dropped 60 dollars on a game that i never play so yeah. um so for that reason i'm not going to pre-order it um but i do as it stands right now unless things change i probably will end up buying it uh, upon release sick so, yes no so it was it, it was good it was very it was very 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 fun but uh well well and the, and i only played really like like one or two of the game modes really aren't there like four or five well yeah there's a whole bunch yeah especially in the full game i mean we only played really like tdm we played kill confirmed then we played search and destroy mm-hmm. yeah but i mean we didn't even play like headquarters domination or um Shit, I don't. I don't even know what other ones they're gonna have in it. They have a new one that I didn't play yet, like a new mm-hmm. game mode altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, some other COD games have Capture the Flag and stuff like that. I'm not sure if that's that in sounds this game. cool. I, w- I wish I was Capture the Flag. I really want to play a Capture the Flag game. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's it's a good game. What did you think about the specialist abilities and stuff like that whole specialist thing? I like that. I, I liked. I like that aspect of it. I wanted to learn more. I feel like some of it was a little hard because A, I'm trying to get to know how to play the game. And so it's kind of hard to be like, how does this specialist necessarily fit into it? Especially when I don't have you playing with me to tell me kind of how it fits <laughs> sure, in. Sure. And so when it was afterwards, I was trying some other people and a lot of that was kind of like, 
just blindly like, all right, let's do this now, like trying to figure out how do I, does this all work in? Um, but I do like that because that, that adds to me a little bit like what I like about Overwatch, like a lighter aspect of it. Like one thing I like about Overwatch is that there's a hero that fits the way that you play. Um, and it's also very cool and fun to learn how new heroes play in Overwatch. And so I like that aspect of it in Call of Duty where it's like on a lighter level, it's like, oh, I know if I pick this one, um, I get, you know, grenades and a rocket launcher and it's like if i do i like that or do i like you know the other ones that kind of give me more tactical abilities about seeing you know a radius of um enemies around a certain point or stuff like that so it was they're definitely and then like um one of the ones i was trying like you lay like a trip wire and stuff like yeah, so it was, like, yeah. it, was, it, it was very cool to like that it, you do get that, you do get a little bit of a change, and it'd be fun to like figure out how those work in conjunction with the game. And it's also kind of nice to be like, okay, this fits the way I play more than the you know different style. Um, or if, if I want to try playing a different way, I can use a new, different type of specialist type class to kind of maybe aid and assist in doing that. So I, yeah. I, I did like that. I did like that. I thought the healing mechanic. I don't really know. The other way so for me the healing mechanic just felt kind of normal um especially okay. coming coming from overwatch where you don't have that necessarily but you do have a lot of like healing like they just kind of i don't know kind of made sense to me like i knew like after i got out of a fight if i can get somewhat safe start healing right because sure. i can also turn the next corner and someone else can be right there so um i think i kind of picked up on that pretty quickly i don't think i was doing it very good necessarily but it did it did it felt didn't it felt more natural to me it didn't feel like some weird mechanic to me um, interesting also, yeah i'd never played any like, call of duty i mean that's like so. really the game-changing mm -hmm. mechanic in yeah. this whole entire game but like I think it's interesting because you know in Overwatch your hero pretty much is the game. Like you choosing mm -hmm. your hero is is going to pretty much tell you how your game is going to work out if it's going to win if you're going to win or not. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, in Call of Duty your specialist choice is really more tailored to what you want to play. Like mm -hmm. it's 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 really kind of like you know you don't have to fit a specific role. Yeah. I each agree. time. Yeah. Which is like, you know, it's cool in Overwatch to have that because, you know, you learn different heroes and you learn like what's good, what's bad, etc. But I think it's also nice to have that little bit of freedom to be mm -hmm. like, yeah, like I kind of feel like playing whatever, you know, and just going yeah, for no, it. Yeah, I agree. You know, I totally agree with that. So, yeah, no, that is that is fun. I've been I'll, I've been kind of doing what you just explained now in Overwatch and quick play recently. Um, uh -huh. like this, this past week, like me and Deathcake played a little bit of competitive, but mostly I've been hopping into quick play and be like, I'm just picking the DPS hero I want to play and try out. And eh, good luck team. <laughs> like, yeah, as right? terrible as it is because it's a team game, but it's also like I never, you know, I rarely play May. Like I just want to go out and play as may and like also or i want to get better at certain heroes and like you hear that stereotypically with widowmaker oh i don't play widowmaker because i want to get better at sniping and stuff like that and it's like yeah i did i played some widowmaker played some hanzo played some tracer what people you know heroes i'm not very good at um to get better but like also i was just like i want to play this like i want to play doomfist because i never played doomfist and he's a fun hero to play yeah um so i was doing i've been doing a lot of that recently i'll probably do more of that tonight when i play quick play later tonight but uh so I've been doing that a lot more of that, but um, but no, I mean, that is cool. It is nice. Yeah, it is. That's it's cool. fun, it's especially fun, in quick play. Like it doesn't really matter. Yeah, you know, no, which I'm hoping in in COD. Like, I really, really hope they have a competitive system that 
is really kind of in tuned with what what uh, Overwatch is kind of doing. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. I really I really enjoy the system that Overwatch has in place. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of getting a taste of it in um, in the new Call of Duty World War II, mm-hmm. which I thought was, you know, like I didn't really like that game that much. But um, like I, I think that it was it was a good it was a step in the right direction. You know, yeah. to do your kind of like these placement matches to get you into the right kind of like set, you know, yeah. so mm-hmm. you can kind of compete. I think I think that works well, and I hope that they do something really cool in, in Black Ops Four with that, especially on PC. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. That'd be that'd be cool. Um, there, there's one thing I I realized playing Call of Duty uh-huh. um, is that I really don't like battle royale games. <laughs> um, I I really don't. Yeah. Um, and I, I know why. I know why I don't. And okay. I think I think there's I can I think I've been able to maybe quantify why. Um, but let me tell you like a little bit of backstory and then we'll kind of I'll explain why I think Battle Royale doesn't work for me. Okay. Um I really liked playing Destiny One. Um, but I like playing Destiny One because I thought that the gunplay felt good, um, and I liked the other mechanics of the game. I liked it like on a mechanical level. I okay. did not like the loot system. I did not like grinding out for gear. I didn't care about what different weapons were. Like I'll equip it, but I'm not like seeking out good weapons. When okay. I play WoW, I don't care about loot. Like I just I will go grind stuff. I don't care about new headgear, new axes, maces, shield. Like I don't give a shit about it. I don't want to have to remember it. It's part of the reason why I don't like baseball. Like I don't like having to remember stats about things. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> so I I don't like that. Um with battle royale you don't necessarily have that but you do have kind of an aspect of that and part of battle royale and the reason why i don't like it compared to other games is it it's very slow it is very very slow like you'll get into especially if you're not good if you're not good you'll play for like 10 minutes and get into one fight and die right if you're mediocre you might get into two or three fights and you know hopefully win two of them and then die in the third one um but like a lot of, especially for me, like someone that's not good, a lot of battle royale is avoiding conflict, right? Because it's like, sure, I'm not good sure. enough to be able to survive that. So if I want it, you avoid it. Um, yeah. A second aspect is you do have the gear aspect. You do have like, you spend a lot of time searching and gearing up for it so that whenever you do get into a fight, you at least have stuff on you right and so you're looking for level one level two level three you want to gear up and get better stuff um different weapons have handled differently um and so you're kind of looking through and be like "Ooh, oh do i want this weapon instead of that weapon you have different scopes on it all this kind of stuff that's like is like details that i don't really care about and if you look at like the other extreme overwatch like i don't have to worry about those details i pick a hero and i'm kind of set with a this is how it works get better at those aspects of it right i don't have to be like i'm playing doomfist now what kind of weapon do i want to equip on doomfist right like Uh you don't necessarily have that um and call of duty is like in between where you do have the different gear and the different weapons that you can switch out and you can kind of care about but it goes so much faster right like i hop in and it's like you know bing bang boom 
they're dead, I'm dead, whatever, respawn, go in and do it again, like over and over and over, just totally feeding the other team. Like it just, it feels like it's much quicker. So like, I don't really have to care so much. Like, oh, okay, I can try out different weapons where at least like in battle Royale, it's like, oh, I want to try out different weapons, but it's going to take forever for me yeah. to get to a point where I actually get to do something. Um, yeah. It does. It has a lot of strategy and I can appreciate that aspect of it where it's like you learn about the map, you learn about um, all this different stuff and I can see why people like it. But for me, it is totally not my game. Um, I just, I don't, I don't find it engaging to play and I never sit down. Like I haven't really played that much of it. So maybe I'm just giving it an unfair shake, but like, I don't ever really sit down and be like, I really want to play, you know, um, you know, PUBG, H1Z1, Fortnite, um, any of the freaking everything in Battle Royale. I never want to uh-huh. play those just because it's like that doesn't necessarily appeal to me, the, that, that gameplay style. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's fine. Yeah. You, know, no, you don't I, have to like it. Especially, I mean, like, exactly. I, I agree with that. I, I do agree with that. I think that's one of the things that it's a little bit difficult for some people to, you know, get into Battle Royale games because mm-hmm. they're kind of learning all the mechanics, you know, at the beginning. Yeah. And it's difficult, mm-hmm, you know, because mm-hmm. you're you're learning all these things and then what ends up happening is um like you you die immediately. Mm-hmm. And it becomes like kind of discouraging in a way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it, it just totally becomes not fun. Yeah. So I I get that. I get yeah. that. I I'm with you. I think that that's maybe one of the issues that BR is going to come across. Um yeah, I could with see some that. people, you know, mm-hmm. like they they're really going to want to play but they're just not playing because mm-hmm. it's freaking hard, you know? Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, but yeah, so, and like I said, like, those are my complaints for me playing the game. I don't really necessarily think, like, like I'm not saying it's like a bad game or bad game mode, right? Like, to each their own. But for me, that I don't, that's why I don't want to play those types of games, really. Um, mm-hmm. But, and I, I think really, because, like, if you would have asked me two weeks ago, I would have just said anything that's not, overwatch i don't want to play those right first or third person shooters that aren't overwatch i don't want to play those but call of duty showed me that that's not necessarily the case right and so it made me think like why is it that i had fun playing this game and i don't have fun playing the br games Mm -hmm. um because it's not just a oh it's not overwatch it's like no okay this wasn't overwatch either and does have some aspects of that are different so it's like okay what parts of the game do i like and what parts of the game don't i like yeah so I don't know. I'm a I'm a picky gamer over here. Well, you like FPS games now. At least you know. I yeah. At least I know. At least I know. I also I've been um I have been changing at least this week to um a lot of especially ever since I started streaming and I ever Overwatch came out after I started streaming so it kind of fell into this too. But since I started streaming, a lot of when I look at playing games, I look at playing games in large chunks of time, right? If I'm going to play games, I'm going to play games for three, four, five hours. Even if I'm not streaming, like I look at it as like, oh, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to devote a good chunk of time to this. Um, And this week I've been trying to dial it back to be like, oh, I only have 20 minutes. I can hop on and play a match or two of Overwatch and then hop back out. I don't Uh have to be like, I'm only going to play Overwatch if I can play two and a half hours of Overwatch, Um, which which has been fun. Like on Saturday, I had a haircut and like you know i got ready and everything i'm like oh i have like an extra hour and a half i was like oh let me just hop down hop over and play a few games of overwatch real quick and then you know be able to get ready to go or if, you know my ride is here the you know pick me up i can just you know hop off overwatch and then meet them downstairs you know nice and easily so it's yeah uh, yeah it's definitely i've definitely started to try and move over to that fashion instead of be like oh i have to devote huge amounts of time to it because especially i don't have 
you know, huge uninterrupted blocks of time. So it's like, if I want to, you know, play these games, I got to make sure I can play them in short bursts without feeling like, or without keeping myself from sitting down to play them. Oh, I only have 20 minutes. It's like, no, I have 20 minutes. Let me go play a game. Yeah. It's, it's a lot easier. It's, it's not a huge time commitment. Yeah, no, exactly. Are you still playing wow too? Now that BFA's out? No, I don't really have the time to, um, I want to, but it's just kind of, uh, you know, if I have the time, I want to. I really want to play Overwatch at the moment. So, um, yeah. and especially like with the launch week. I mean, I mean, it's two things. One is with the launch week of BFA. I didn't really have a lot of time outside work. I was pretty busy. Yeah. Um, but the second thing, even with expansions, is I I never played Legion content. Um, I played WoW a little bit when Legion content was out, but I had never played the early content of WoW, so I was playing that stuff, right? And so it's like the Battle for Azeroth expansion came out isn't necessarily appealing to me because I still have over I still have WoW content to play, right? Like regardless of the expansion, I still have a ton of stuff to do and a ton of levels to get up. That it's like okay, great, there's more content, but I'm not necessarily going to get there, and it also doesn't mean much to me because I haven't really played through that much of the lore of the game yet, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and so it's part of it is I don't really have time at the moment but then the second part is i haven't really played enough wow recently where you know i've been itching to get new wow content sure sure so i will yeah, say no, you know yeah. you know one thing i love about it though um well. there still is this this energy um among the gaming circles around wow expansion releases which is just really kind of cool um people that play and stream a wide variety of games online um still get excited for wow because there's so many of us that played it especially back in the day right the game's been out for you know like so many years now but like it's uh that played it at some point in their gaming history or you know they played it during the legion expansion two years ago like there's tons of people that have that and then the new expansion comes out and they get that itch again right like and there's people that like i met recently so they weren't playing wow when i met them six months ago because there was no new content out that all of a sudden this you know expansion comes out that they're tweeting about how they have the itch to play or they've been up for 10 hours playing the game and (laughs) it's cool to see because i'm like I only knew you as playing like sandboxy games and like Terraria and Minecraft. And like, it's just, it's got this like aspect of like, it's kind of cool to see like, wow is foundational for so many gamers out there. And obviously not everybody, but there are so many people and like, you know, this game that's so old, they released a new expansion and you have all these people that are really excited for it. And they're talking to each other and like the World of Warcraft Twitter accounts getting in on it. And it's just like, it is kind of magical and nice to see a big group of people get excited and go play a game. Um, I mean, really, it's like a unique experience, really. It really is. It really is. You're not going to be able, you're not going to see that with like a lot of games. No, exactly. Exactly. And it's, yeah, it's just, it is, it is cool. It is fun. So, um, yeah, it is very unique, but it's good stuff though. It's good. Stuff. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't play WoW, but I but can, you I, have though. I have in the past. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know, I see the appeal. I see mm-hmm. I, like it's, it's, you know, it's that game that yeah. a lot of people kind of go back to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it's what they know. It's, it's kind of, you know, there are very passionate people about WoW, and I, I like the way you put it, too. Like, there's that random guy who plays Terraria now all the time, but mm-hmm. a new expansion comes out, and boom, playing WoW. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like that's, exactly. I think that's kind of cool. 
yeah, it's just yeah, it is. It's kind of just a, it's kind of a cool thing. So it's fun, but and I like the people that play just tons of WoW and how excited and fun and how much fun they're all having. Like Twiggy, Soraya, Hellrider, Rabbit, uh, Tiny, tons of other people. But like that, just like to see like them and like clo- our close friends that really like WoW, like how excited they are when they're they're sharing screenshots of like you know different things that they're finding. Like it's just I don't know. It's just got this nice aspect to it that you don't always see with other with other things which is yeah which is yeah fun. it's just the excitement so. really about yeah it yeah that kind of like gets it hype also their um their cinematic trailers are like literally the best oh yeah so freaking good so they're, good. they're insane like the one for for bfa was yeah. like absolutely ridiculous yeah no it was so good yeah i know it's it's great so oh it's good stuff it's good stuff but Wow, this is a video video game heavy heavy episode today. I know, right? We're so, talking a lot about video games, yeah, I guess. It's, it's, been, Ratings, it's been a while. You know? Yeah. You and Black it's, Ops, which I'm so happy to hear that you like it. I do, I do like it. We'll oh, have to we'll have to play God. again when uh in under full release. So Well hell yeah. Yeah, I know. It's uh it'll be I'm it'll down. be good. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> so. Um Skinky. Yeah. So I got two things. I have an update for you on one thing, and then we got a food finish that I have to move into. Fantastic. Um, so I I got a guy. You got a guy. I got a guy. I, like an I, official guy. Official barber. Official wow. official. I, I guess I guess he's not technically a barber. A stylist. A stylist. Okay. Yeah. Stylist is good. Yeah. Um. Fantastic. I'm probably one of the best haircuts I've ever had in my life. Really. Um, it was it was good. I feel like he it felt like he cared, man. It felt like he cared. He I'm going cared. back. He I'm going cared. back. It was Dude, fun. That's great. I liked that's it. Awesome. It was great. So I just wanted to, I just wanted to update you. Um, it was we've we've moved on. Michael is his name, and I believe we had we had a really strong connection. Is through, he a nice guy? Hair. He's a very nice guy. Okay. He's a very nice guy. He's I want to make sure funny. you're getting your hair cut by a nice man. Yes, he's a very he's very gentle. He's very he treats gentle. Me well. Yes. Okay. So. Okay. Um, but no, yeah, it was, it was, it was great. So I, I'm now, I'm now in, in the land of, of, you got of, a guy of people that have guys. So. You have a guy. What's his like, uh, what's his talking like? What's his talking technique? <sighs> okay. So I have a little bit of a problem. He talks too much. Maybe, maybe not. So doesn't talk enough. I went with, I went with one of, I went with one of my, one of my friends, um, and me and her went to go get a haircut, and I feel like the dynamic in the room was a little off because of that, right? Because she, all first of all, they they've known each other for a while, so they're talking, and oh, you're the third I, wheel. what's that? You're the third wheel, kind of the third wheel, but also I, when I go get a haircut, I like to not talk at all. Mm-hmm. Like I like to just sit there and enjoy get like the haircut, yeah. the haircut, right? Like I I find I really like getting haircuts. Um, and I just want to sit there. I don't want a small. I just want to sit there. You do your work. I chill. I relax. I watch what's going on. And then at the end, we're good and go on my way. Um, but because she a knew him and b they were chatting, I kind of felt like this pressure to talk a little bit more. Uh-huh. Um, and maybe he's a chatty guy in general, which it also kind of seems like. Um, so it, it, that is that is one little bit of a downside on this one. Um, but but I can work with it. I can work with it. Okay. So. Okay. 
Yeah, and I he like might a, he might like feel it out guy. next time when you go by yourself. Yes. You know, next time probably, I'm going with yeah. next time I'm going with two people though. So the the party is getting bigger. Um, it, we are literally we're bringing beards, turning into a party to go wow. get our haircuts. Um, shit. Okay. I know. I know. So it's, it's it's fun. It's excited. You don't have to be jealous. You can come with us. We can. I mean, I'm a little to. jealous, but it's okay. You know, I'll fly out just for that. Yes, that'd be great. So. <laughs> 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 fly out to go get your haircut it'll be great get a haircut <laughs> and have beer exactly be, you can't get that in new what york a party. you can't get that in new york <laughs> yes. definitely not you know that exactly there are no there's nobody that cuts hair in new york you gotta go not to jersey a single person one. not so. a single person <laughs> yes. oh man but yeah so so we'll see we'll see how it is going forward but um, okay i'm just i'm not good around strangers I'm really, huh. really not. Um, I'm super. Yeah, I would think you'd be great around strangers. I'm so bad about around strangers. Um, I I work. I can work well with with two people, two types of people. I work okay. well if I know you, even if I don't know you super well. But if I just know you, then I all like I feel more comfortable. Um, and then like I can I can work with that. Um, and then the other type is like if I don't know you at all and the interaction between us is going to be time limited then i can also kind of do well with it like talking to um people in the service industry or like things like that i can do well in that sense when it gets into the middle area where it's like i don't know you and we have an open-ended kind of like commitment type thing like Uh time-wise or otherwise I'm 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 awful. I'm shy. I never know what to say. I'm awkward. It's uh I'm I'm a little I'm a little I guess I still have like an endearing quality around me so people don't hate me, I guess. Um but it's uh yeah, I'm, I don't do well with it and I find it very exhausting. People often tell me that I'm not that I'm actually an extrovert and not an introvert. Um huh. because like I like going out to do things and like I can like if I'm out with like a, you know two, three, four, five friends, I can sit there and chat their ear off, and I kind of I get excited about that. And I do have an energy about that, but I'll tell you when I'm around strangers, like 100%, I'm an introvert in just in the sense that when if I go to hang out with people for like two or three hours that I don't know, and then after that I want to go to bed, I'm exhausted. I'm like all my mental energy is just completely drained. Well, that's um, because you're an ambivert. I, yes, I'm ambidextrous diverted. I can go both ways, introverted yeah. and extrovert. You're an ambivert. You have a good balance between being extroverted and introverted. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I can see that. You know why? Because everyone's an ambivert. And I, <laughs> I get sometimes frustrated when people are like, oh my God, I'm so extroverted. Yeah, well, yeah, you know what? You're not. <laughs> you got introverted <laughs> qualities. It's true. Uh, sure, I do think I do think we all we do all have various aspects of it. It is it is kind of like a like a little bit of a spectrum of introversion and extroversion, right? Exactly. People have different levels of it, and I also think like the situation plays a lot of it. Like a lot of times when people, well, like especially with like introverts and different levels of introverts, people so, oftentimes, especially if they're extroverted, mistake that like introverts get exhausted talking to everyone but a lot of times like introverts can hang out one-on-one with like one of their best friends for hours and not be exhausted by it right exactly like, that social contact contact uh contact with them is not as exhausting as other ones may be yeah um and so so that no that, that is true i i do think that there's different there's different qualities but uh, definitely for me my introverted self definitely comes out when i'm around strangers so that's fine yeah. Because you're normal. 
Oh, thank you, Skanky. You're a normal man. Thank you. Thank as, you. Well, as much as you can be. Yes. Yes, exactly. So, <laughs> um, so speaking of normal. Yes. I got some food finished for you. Okay. Um, first of all, we're going to start off with, with a mini food finish because I have to tell you about these amazing things that I found. Okay. Um, how do you feel about chocolate covered pretzels? Into them. Yeah, really yeah. into them? Yes. Okay, tomorrow I have a mission for you. Okay. I found these things that... Oh my god, Gabala told me about this. Yes, they literally blew my socks off. Um, Like, poof, socks are gone. They're um, gone. Out of here. I, I found them on Friday, so I bought them for our work beer 30 that we put on usually on Friday. Um, and I went to stop to the grocery store today and I bought another bag of them and they are, they are not really chocolate covered pretzels. They are Reese's covered pretzels. Yeah. This is the part that kind of confused me. How okay. is that possible? Because it's almost like, it's almost like it's a peanut butter covered pretzel, but it also has chocolate covering parts of the peanut butter. So it's like a Reese's. Like, literally, if you melted Reese's down into, like, a big tub and dipped, like, um, pretzels in them, that's essentially what your taste is like. Uh Uh-huh. Except they do it in two different parts. Like, it's like they melt the peanut butter, dip it in the peanut butter, and then melt the chocolate and dip it in the chocolate. Damn. It is. It's. It's. It's so good. It is so damn good. Like, I almost got up in the middle of recording the podcast to go stick my hand in and just, like, eat a whole handful of I mean, that's not, I, that would be really hard for me because <sighs> I love chocolate-covered anything. Oh. Like, chocolate-covered pretzels are fantastic. Chocolate-covered bananas, like, <sighs> we're in. Yes. Yes. Like, count me in. I'm dibbity down. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And you know me, I don't like sweets, and I yeah, really that's like just these. why I'm surprised you like these. Yeah, I don't, I do not have a sweet tooth, but there's something about these that I think it's because the peanut butter has like the salty, savory aspect to it, right? Like, yeah. peanut butter is not a sweet, but like that mixed with chocolate, mixed with pretzels. I also really love chocolate covered pretzels, and I think that is because that also has a salty aspect to it, right? Um, yeah, sure, sure. But they are, I, I kid you not, they are amazing i got the bag on friday i got at walgreens and the bag i got today was at our local grocery store um and i went down three aisles this is funny okay so i was trying to find these damn things that's part of the main reason why i went to the grocery store was to get these so i went down like one aisle and i went down the candy aisle and i didn't see them i'm like where in the world do chocolate covered pretzels go so i went down the chip and cracker aisle so uh-huh. i'm like maybe it's with the pretzels they were not in either of those so then i had given up i did all the rest of my shopping and then i went to go to the cash register to ca- uh, check out and i to get there i randomly walked down the quote-unquote promotions aisle and i'm like halfway down it and i looked randomly looked down to like the lower shelf and there's a whole bunch of them there and i'm like oh it was meant to be you <laughs> like let's 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 roll so the promotions um, aisle yeah this that's where they put like um easter or holiday type stuff up i think oh is, yeah okay. and then like if it's like at the beginning of summer they put out grilling stuff they had yeah so i don't know why it was there but they called it and up on the sign which says what's in that aisle it says promotions the so promotions aisle interesting yeah, yeah so I don't know, maybe that's just what this place calls it but but yeah it's a thing i guess but yeah i recommend it these they are I really want everyone to try these and let me know if I'm crazy or not. I got it for work and I 
because I did the beer run and I got some snacks and I was like, these look interesting. So I put them on the table and I go back to my office. I'm doing some work and I went out to get, like make a copy of something. And one of the uh, secretaries was like, you did a really good job, Sean. I was like, <laughs> you did a really good job. I was like, thanks. Proud of you. And then she holds up the pretzel and just nods at me. And I was like, oh, yeah, oh, thank you. I did. <laughs> I was like, I did. That was like, no, that was like, I gotta go try it because I hadn't tried them yet. And I was oh, like, you didn't I was try like, them yet. I was like, these are good enough that random people in the office are like stopping to tell me how good my snack choice was. Oh, like, that's all funny. right. That's so funny. I tried them. And then I literally, like, mouthful, I was like, you did a good job, Sean. <laughs> it, was, it was great. Yeah. So. Pat myself on the back. It was it was awesome. But, That's uh, but actually yeah, so great. I, so I do recommend trying it. Um, but no. So this weekend, um, I was hanging out with my girlfriend, and she sent out an Instagram. Um, kind of in Instagram, it's what's kind of interesting. They have this feature. You can send out stories and you ask people questions, and people can respond to your like your story question, and it'll send you whatever the answer is. Um, you can even do like yes and no polls and a whole bunch of stuff like that, which is kind of cool. Um, uh-huh. But so she was eating something, and she thought it might be a little weird, so she kind of asked her Instagram friends if uh, they had any weird food combinations um that they ate so i'll I'll give you two of them okay that that her her friends had eaten and then i'm curious if you have any and then i'll tell you what she eats um two of the ones one of them was uh someone eats um peanut butter and tomatoes and then someone else eats grilled cheese and whipped cream um both of which i thought were very weird just just very very weird to me what like that that's first of all i don't like tomatoes so peanut, peanut butter, butter and, to- and tomatoes right i don't like tomatoes so What's that just even seems the like combination you're... there like why i don't know i don't, don't you know think I... that the t- like i feel like the the peanut butter would overpower the tomato maybe you only put a little bit of peanut butter no it's just weird grilled cheese and whipped cream that i also don't get because like whipped cream think... to me like i like whipped cream but I'm I'm one of those guys who's like hold the whip kind of person, yeah. you yeah. know? Yeah. Mostly because I just think it's like just ex- something extra that you put on something. Yeah, no, know? I agree. I but agree. on top of a, like, is a sweet and savory cheese. thing going on? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it is because that is tr- a thing that works well. But I, but then again, I thought the same thing about peanut butter on burgers. Like, I was like, no way. Um, and... The first time I had it, not only did I have just peanut butter and burgers, I had a burger with peanut butter and bananas on it, and it was amazing. So, yeah. so I guess that is very similar to at least the banana part is very similar to the grilled cheese and whipped cream, right? Because it's like yeah. super sweet bananas. Um, I believe I'm trying to remember. I, she was telling me she told me one of the other ones. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was. I think someone did um, cottage cheese and. I want to say peanut butter, but I'm not positive. Wait, just um, like mix it together? I think so. I think so. Um, I've never had cottage cheese. That sounds disgusting to me. Cottage? I don't think I could ever eat cottage cheese. Really? I like cottage cheese. Yeah, I don't. It's, I think it's a texture thing for me. I put it on my baked potato. Really? I, I think that was it. I think someone put cottage cheese on their baked potato. That's weird. Really? That's not weird. That is weird. I think that's pretty normal. I think no, a lot of people do that. No, that's weird. No way, really? Yeah, cottage cheese on a baked potato is like that's normal. No. Oh no, my god, I no, just no. I'm like looking it up. 
Okay. <laughs> Literally the first thing that comes up when I type in cottage cheese, no yeah. lie, is something called cottage cheese discharge. That Ew, is, that just doesn't up. sound good. Yes, that's what that's what that's that that sentence. But I really want to click on it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Is your I'm safe search gonna. on? Because I I'm don't. not going to. Okay. <laughs> worried Co- what else? Uh, stumble upon. Uh, okay. Co- oh, uh, cottage cheese baked <laughs> potato. Oh, skanky! Skanky, you muted yourself. I did. <laughs> Fuck! Sorry, it's my insert key. Okay, well, I click how, it by accident. Oh, as they say, like, how do you use your insert key? Often? It's my zero that, like, my on my numpad. Oh, zero yeah, inserts yeah. the same key, so sometimes I, yeah. Um, I see. Although yeah. I don't know why how I clicked that. That's weird. I don't know. I don't know. No, like this is this is a th- okay recipe <laughs> here on Food Network. It's it's normal. No, it is not normal. It is not normal. All right, well, there you go. That's the weird thing I eat, I guess. Cottage um, cheese on a baked potato. I don't... Okay, mine I truly don't think is weird. I think it sounds weird, but I think lots of people do it. And I, I know at least Hellrider does it. Um, okay. Watermelon with salt on it? Yes. Right? Not you weird. need to do it. Yes, it okay. enhances the flavor so much. It does. It does. Okay. Good. I don't so think I'm that's not... a weird combination. It's more of a seasoning thing. Yeah, I think I think you're people right don't think to season their watermelon, but if you put a little bit of salt on that bad boy, <laughs> mwah, gorgeous, <laughs> enhances the flavor so much. That's true. Do we we this we needed emerald on for this episode? By the Bam! way, yes, exactly, exactly. Um, I think it's as weird as I get. Um, but after all this, my girlfriend told me what she does. Uh huh. Which I think is terribly weird. Um, I really like her, so I think that's like a saving grace a little bit. Um, but she has uh, rice and chicken. Um, but she takes like a glob of peanut butter and throws it in there and mixes it all together. And I think that is just just horribly weird. So uh, does it taste good? I have. I don't know. I didn't try it. <laughs> Why not? You should. That's like a protein thing, man. It is like she does lift, so it is. See, it is, it's it's a protein thing. Yes, it is. It is a protein thing, but no, that is. Would you do that? No, no, thank you. <laughs> no, I mean, I you have like peanut butter, like peanut peanut butter is used in some cooking for chicken. <sighs> I what what's what like cuisine? peanut sauce? Yeah, is it like Thai? Is it Thai food that uses Thai a lot food? Of peanut does sauce? that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess. But I, yeah, I get that. I mean, I looked up a BuzzFeed article of weird things yeah. that people eat. Yeah. And I think we should just go through them very quickly. Yes, I think we should. Okay. Uh, Cheetos and milk. Ew, 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 shut up. <laughs> like people it. eat Cheetos like cereal with milk. Oh, that is weird. Gag. That is so gross. That's so weird, right? That is okay. very weird. Peanut butter and pickle sandwich. <laughs> I love pickles. I love peanut butter. Not together on a sandwich, though. No. Oh, this one just makes me not feel good about society. <laughs> uh, frosted flakes with cheese. Oh, skanky. <laughs> and it's like it's like the um, like it's like the single package sliced American cheese. Oh, like mixed. That's just a terrible salami and grapes. I could maybe see. I that feel one. like that's not that bad. Yeah, I could see that one. I don't think I would ever eat that, but I can see where that they come from with that one. 
All right, melted chocolate on a cheese pizza honestly just gave me a heart attack <laughs> because that is a sin. A sin. Oh. Worse than pineapple on pizza, I'd say. <laughs> oh, yes. I now, agree. this one you're very keen to. Peanut butter on a burger. Yes, I am very keen. I don't. I think that's no longer weird. Okay. All right. Maybe that's just because I'm eating it. From your point of view. From me, it's it's weird until I eat it. And I'm like, you guys, it's totally normal. Why doesn't everyone do Uh, this? You know, we should try some of these. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich with Doritos in the middle. No, shut up. (laughs) You know what this BuzzFeed article is like? Let's take a few normal ones, like peanut butter on a burger that people have heard of. Let's put other shit in there just to see if we can get them to normalize it. it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Okay, salt and pepper on apples. What? I could see that. Really? Yeah. I can at least see the salt, because the salt on an apple, I think, is the same as salt on a watermelon. Yeah, I guess. And I'm pretty sure, like, if you make homemade apple pie, you put salt in it. Okay, some of these are just totally not real. Peanut butter and onion sandwich? Ew. Ew. That is impossible. Ew. I don't like onions, unless they're, like, to enhance other flavors, or, like, cooked with something else. Uh Um, Like, I'm borderline on onions on sandwiches now. Um, I still usually get them. Red onions, yeah. But I feel like with the peanut butter, like, they, like, there's a, I feel like there's so much onion flavor with that. Like, it's, like, so much, like, biting into, like, a raw onion, like, like an apple. Like a apple? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's end it with one more thing. All right, I'm ready. One more. Popcorn and ketchup. Ew. Skanky. Why are you yelling at me like it's my fault? <laughs> I don't know. I, don't, I have nowhere else to release my anger, so you get it. There is one other, I guess, some people consider it weird and like not right. I do put, yeah. um, I sometimes do put ketchup on my eggs. Oh, no, I, th- I think that's pretty normal at this point. I know, but um, some people don't like that. I like they hot think that's sauce. wrong. I like hot sauce on my breakfast food hot now. Hot sauce works too, yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, some people do think that's wrong. I'll tell you one thing. Like, one thing that's that's tough living in Chicago is you have, like, religious-level devotion to no ketchup on a hot dog type thing, um, which is kind of, I don't know, I think it's kind of annoying. Don't food shame people. Let them eat what they want to eat. Amen. Uh, but, yeah. So, I mean, I prefer to have, like, a Chicago-style dog. Every once in a while, I'll throw ketchup and mustard on one just because I feel like mixing it up. But, like... I don't know. My go-to is Chicago-style hot dog or a chili cheese dog. Like, one of those two. So yeah. I don't typically get ketchup on it, but um, but I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. Well, so. thank you. You support me. I, su- I support you. I got you, Skanky. Thank you. you. No problem. You guys, that's been another episode of Shenantics. New episodes go live bright and early Monday morning. By the way, Skanky, rewind real quick. Hot dogs. Um, one of the Overwatch Contenders teams, their logo is a hot dog with toothpaste poured on the top of it anyways so but you guys that's been another episode of shenantics new episodes go live bright and early monday morning just in time for your workday school day commute whatever the world you do we are there to be hanging out with you you can find the podcast anywhere you find podcasts including the itunes store the google play store and at our website at shenantics.rocks if you love us leave us a five-star review on the itunes store so other people can find us and they can hear about all the crazy weird shit that we eat all of the time if you have any comments or questions you can send us a tweet at twitter.com pod or an email at shenanticspodcast at gmail.com if you want to join the discussion there's a discord room shenantics.rock slash about and click the invite link to the discord and you can hang out with all the other shenantics fanatics that are there every week discussing the latest and greatest in the podcast skanky where can they find you on the internet 
You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash skanky, S-K-X-N-K-Y, and on Twitter at iSkanky, I-S-K-A-N-K-Y, and on Instagram at S-K-X-N-K-Y. M. Cole, where can they find you? Nice. I'm on Twitch at no. twitch.tv <laughs> slash M. Cole underscore M-C-U-L, the underscore symbol, same username on Twitter, and same username on Instagram, instagram.com slash M. Cole underscore. Great talking this week, Skanky. You too, bud. I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.